Hey everybody, welcome to this week's Just for Variety. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. On today's episode, I'm talking to Joe Taslam. The 39-year-old Indonesian actor and former martial arts champion plays the iconic Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat, Warner Brothers' new adaptation of the video game of the same name. Taslam talks about being cast in the movie and the first time he played Mortal Kombat as a young boy. Plus, he also reveals that he's already signed on for Mortal Kombat sequels. I spoke to Tasm from his home in Indonesia, where he had recently attended the COVID-safe premiere of Mortal Kombat with family and friends. And just a quick note to let you know that some of this interview does contain spoilers. Hello, hello. Good morning from Indonesia. How's it going? How are you? I'm really good. How are you? It must I'm, be evening there, right? It is 5.59 p.m. What time is it oh. where you are? It's um, 8 a.m., so we're good. We're still good. How are you? I'm good. So how excited are you that the movie is finally going to be seen? Yeah, I'm so excited. I watched the movie yesterday here. Yeah. We had Indonesian premiere last night, and then it was super, uh, everybody just, you know, loved the movie because it's just so much fun. It's so much fun movie. It's a perfect movie that you want to see, especially, you know, the energy you want to come back to the theater. You need this yes. type of movie. Yeah. So what was the what was the premiere like in Indonesia last night? Do you have a full well, red carpet or? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> unfortunately not, Mark. Unfortunately, because we're still in kind of like, Indonesia is still kind of like recovering slow. So no red yeah. carpet. It's just family, close friends, and the press, and the Warner Brothers Indonesia. So I think the point is to make people aware. I think uh, everybody wants to use this momentum. Me being part of this amazing franchise that uh, could bring people back to the theater. You know, I think that's the that's mm-hmm. the message. That's the mission of everybody wants to do because the industry is dying here after a year and a half mm-hmm. almost. People just stop going to the theater. So I think Mortal Kombat is a yeah. perfect movie that I hope people, you know, slowly, you know, after Kong, Mortal Kombat, another more great movies that bring people to watch movies in an old-fashioned way. <laughs> so, so what was it like watching it with your family and friends? What did they think? Well, I mean, everybody, everybody got surprised uh, because... They said, like, oh, my God, you're so evil on screen. And look at you in the reality. You... <laughs> it's so funny. So everybody's like, I, I know, no, this is the first time that I want you to die. <laughs> I know I, you're a nice guy. I, never know, I don't want anything to happen to you. But in, in that, on the screen, when I watch you, I want you to die. You just, just die. You're just so vicious. <laughs> well, I mean, like, well. Well, that's the role. There's nothing I can do, right? <laughs> if you feel that way, then it means it's so, good. <laughs> that means you you got people feeling. You got people feeling they want you to die. You did your work. Yeah. Well, antagonist <laughs> is pretty tricky. Tricky, tricky role. In order to do it right, people need to hate you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so tell me about the phone call you get. They want you to play, not just yeah. be in Mortal Kombat, yeah. But they want you to play Sub-Zero. Yeah. Well, I got the phone call. My agent called me out of nowhere. I think it was weekend. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty sure that's why I got surprised. But, and then they told me that 
Warner Brothers doing Mortal Kombat, and then they want you, they want you to be part of it. I said, like, do you want they wanted me to do the tape? No, no, no. They want you to be part of it. I mean, like, is this is this an offer? Yeah, it's an offer. They want you to be part of it. And then who else? No one. Like, what do you mean, no one? I mean, who else in the movie? Usually, you ask that because you want to know what kind <laughs> of movie they're structuring, right? And then no one, no one. It's just you for now. Is this a joke? <laughs> and then yeah, I mean, <laughs> but when they said like, and I, I got curious. I said like, who, which, which, which character they want me to play in Mortal Kombat? There are a lot of characters there, and they told me uh, they wanted you to play Sub Zero because I play Mortal Kombat. I know like which Sub Zero because there are two Sub Zeros. Which one? I said the brother. The older brother, oh, the first one, and then I got intrigued. I got like, oh, okay, this is Sub-Zero. because I love Sub Zero and I grew up playing Mortal Kombat, and then I know the 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 first Sub Zero is actually is gonna turn to my favorite character in Mortal Kombat of all time, Noob Saibot. So that that part straight away it got me. I got hooked straight away. I was like, the first one, it means. The journey of this character is gonna be my favorite character, Noob Saibot. I was like, okay, okay. Uh, so <laughs> what? What they do want me to do? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> they want you to do nothing. They just want you uh, respond. When you respond, what do you think? Yeah, well, sure. Let's do it. And then I remember uh, I asked my son. My son, he's ten. No, he's not allowed to play Mortal Kombat until now, but he watched a lot of YouTube videos about Mortal Kombat, and you know kids nowadays very hard you know they they always find a way to watch those things uh, well i used to be a kid i know <laughs> so i asked my kid uh hey, which character you think good for me if i'm in more combat nah come on you're not gonna be in that movie no they're doing it i mean i got i'm, I'm in a phone a phone call right now with my agent they asked me to be part of it i said which one do you think that fits me i think Mm, you kind of look like the character in a game, Sub Zero in a game. So I think you you're perfect to play Sub Zero. So I was like, really? Yeah, in the game, I thought it was you. A lot of my friends said it was you. Okay, and then it just encouraged me a lot. You know, I got the support from the kid, and then I'm a huge fan of the game. Is behind Sub uh, Noob Cyborg Sub Zero. So straight away I said like, guys, just. No, no matter what, you know, I don't care uh, about numbers, all those stuff that you guys are gonna do. But me, uh, the movie is my passion. Acting is my life. So this is probably this is something I want to do. Just don't mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you remember the first time you played Mortal Kombat? I remember I was 12, 13 years old. It was Sega, but you know I I. I was born in South Sumatra. We were so poor, so I didn't have the console because it's expensive. Uh, I went to my friend's house like, every day to play the game. But, you know, because you 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 don't own the console. So you get there like 10 kids like lining up, you know, you know, who wins, keeps playing and who lose, you know, take turn. So it take me like every it, to get to my part. It's like 40 minutes and then. It's, it's it's just hard, you know. Back in old days, you I didn't have the luxury of you know arcade because it's expensive for for us back then. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> so you get on the set, you get on the set the first day. What's going through mm -hmm. your mind? You're like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm being, wait, Mortal Kombat. I mean, it's just, it's so iconic. Uh-huh. Well, every day was just super uh, stoked for me, excited. And I remember the first day I wore the shoe, uh, the suit. I think that's, that, that was memorable that I thought, you know, and this is mm -hmm. funny, you know, because I sued the suit because I'm going to wear this, this is the fitting of the suit. So I came to the office and then they put all those layers to myself. I'm like, wow, it's so cool. Look at me and look myself in the mirror. Damn, now I feel like I'm sub This is reality, you know, when you read the script, <laughs> it's just you imagining, imagining all those stuff in your in your in your head but when you're in that costume when i'm when i when i were in that costume everything is just you know unfold and clear it looks so dope amazing design and then i until i i i, I tried to walk i couldn't walk it was so heavy <laughs> and stable i was like i was like oh i mean is this costume uh supposed to be just uh you know Am I gonna fight in this costume? Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I mean, are you, uh, how? I couldn't even walk. And then, and then, and then, of course, they thought about it. Oh, we're gonna have, we have another design. It's still the same, but it's just a lighter material. But it's still the same. It's still gonna make you stiff and then heavy. It just, but they cheated a little bit. So it's not really that heavy, but still. Still kind of tricky. It took me three weeks to uh, to adjust with the weight, and then I lost four four to five kilos because every day, you know, in that suit, walking around, doing action stuff, you know, at the end of the day, you get to take it off, and it just <laughs> your body just flooded and everything and every and like all water. So I lost three four kilos. And then which I like, which good. <laughs> and until <laughs> like half halfway, I came to the to the feeding again. It's like, why the suit now is so big? Because I lost a lot of weight. It's heavy. Every day is training for me. Oh, we have to adjust it because now it doesn't fit anymore because again smaller. <laughs> so that's funny. Sorry about it. So I'm assuming you did all your own stunts and all your own fighting. Mm -hmm. One. Tell me about the day you got hurt. Was there at least one day where you came home and you're like, I'm hurting. Yeah. yeah. And was there a stunt or fight you really wanted to do? And they were like, there's no way the insurance company is going to cover that. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, well, every day in the first three weeks was just <laughs> hell because it just, uh, it's kind of like, solid material so scratch here and there on you know in the in the junctions of layers yeah. and then and then your body kind of like shocked because now you have 15 kilos every day that you have to wear for seven eight hours for at wow. least three weeks at least first three weeks was a bit hell for me i couldn't like oh back pain or neck pain i was just, i walk like a grandpa every day oh, <laughs> on my back and then louis kind of like what happened to you? Uh, the suit, you know, it's not about the fight anymore. It's the suit's hurting me every second. <laughs> so, so the suit is actually my biggest challenge because the fight scenes, I know I did a lot of fight scenes in my previous movies 
And I kind of like, for me, it was, they are like, they're fun. They're like, they're like, for me, it's like mm. a ballet for a ballet, for a ballerina. They're like, for me, it's just beautiful uh, dance. So I, I love, I, I love doing the fight scene because for me, it never feel like a work, even though sometimes you get hit in the face or, <laughs> or hit someone in the face. <laughs> but for me, that's the, that's the fun of it. I don't know, probably it's weird, but for me, it has to happen to me to create a beautiful work. You, sometimes that's to happen. And the, the only thing that you want to have in your mind that the last thing you want to do is to hurt your co-actor. But sometimes it happens and then it's beautiful because it was unintentional. And then it, both, both of you want to want to make a great fight scene. So it's, that's the, probably something I, I dig for uh, when I work in a fight scene that's beautiful and dangerous. <laughs> So, um, so when yeah, the, the second one, the second one, oh, sorry, the second one that I think there's a one jump that doing the twist in the air with the heavy suit and then it's so hard to move. And then they said like, we're not going to let you do this. I was like, why? Because it's so dangerous. You know, with the suit, we have to fly you and twist you in the air and drop you down. Of course, it's a double job. It's not your job anymore. We have stunt people that can do it for you. But uh, are you going to see, you know, how, how what, what, uh, <laughs> what, if people see my face there, it's not me, people are going to get angry. No, 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 don't worry about it. We know, you know, Hollywood, we do, we do this for decades. You know, all those <laughs> actors who can't fight, they, we make, we made them look awesome <laughs> on screen. They made them look badass. So don't worry about it. You, you did like 90% already. So this part, you know, you gotta, you know, give the job to someone else. Otherwise, people are gonna hate you. You're, you're double and like, you make me jobless. <laughs> okay, I'm like, all right, all right, let's do it, do it. So that's the part. That's the fun one as well. <laughs> We're gonna take a short break from my interview with Tasm right now for a peek inside this week's Just for Variety column. Attention, Anna Kendrick. You worked with a major Twilight fan, a.k.a. a Twihard, in your new Netflix space thriller, Stowaway. Kendrick's co-star, Shamir Anderson, tells me that he actually didn't tell Kendrick, who played Jessica Stanley in the teen vampire franchise, about his love of all things Twilight. So, is your favorite Anna Kendrick movie, Twilight? Um, that's funny you ask because I do like Twilight, but the one that got me. Wait, no, wait, I'm, I'm not, I'm not letting you walk away from that. You're a Twihard. I, I was a Twihard. I'm from, <laughs> from Toronto and they used to have these things called Live at Much. It's like our TRL and mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson and everybody came downtown and I went and I stood in the crowd and I was screaming and I didn't get any autographs, but I, watched all the Twilights. They filmed in Vancouver, so like it was Canadian yeah. pride for me. Um, but yes, I was a Twihard. And then when Taylor, you know, I was definitely, <laughs> I was definitely more Rob than I was Taylor Louder. Just gonna put it out there, I'm sorry. You caught me. So, so wow, I didn't, you know what? Was not expecting to hit that. Um, did you tell Anna? Nope, did not tell Anna. <laughs> <laughs> But guess what? Surprise, Mark. Now not only Anna knows, but the world knows too. <laughs> now, here's more of Mortal Kombat star Joe Taslin. Tell me about balancing the film. You know, this is this is obviously a film that has a lot of fans built in. Mm-hmm. 
how do you balance you want it you want the fans to be satisfied but you also want people who don't know that much about Mortal Kombat to also come into the movie and enjoy it and not worry that they have to know every single detail how much yeah. do you how much do you worry or think about the fans who are such diehard fans that they are going to watch this and go over with a very fine tooth comb. Do you worry about that? Do you think about that? I think about that a lot, but I know for sure that the path that we want to do is, is for the fans first. Mm. For this game has already been 30 years so far, yeah? And huge success, one more to come back to another. So this movie, I think the main priority for me, especially, is for the fans first. So in order to have that balance, of course, the writer thought about it, studio thought about it, because what if mm -hmm. non-Mortal Kombat player want to watch the movie and then they get, but I don't understand this movie. So that's, that's probably, uh, it's quite technical for the scriptwriter, director to balance it. But for me, if you get the fans, they're like, wow, it's just like probably, I don't know how, how many Mortal Kombat fans all over the world. If you get the fans, you're fine. <laughs> you know, in terms of this, in terms of business, this, this movie, thirty years of you know the has been thirty years of success in the game, and if you get the fans' heart, you're fine. And then bonus, you get people that want to know. Actually, this movie should be something that when they watch the movie, they want to play the game because we need to get the people who play the game to watch the movie. But actually, if the movie is doing so good for the fans, this movie could be. Uh, a bridge that people like wow i want to play this game right so actually the other way around for in my opinion it has, it has to be that way rather than to focus to just make a movie that non-fans would understand but disappointed the fans or change a lot of things to make it like you know remake um usually mm -hmm. so the fans get disappointed then it's actually not cool as well. When and the only the only community that you the first community and the only community that it's important to watch the movie disappointed, then it's hard to get you know the others. <laughs> right. <laughs> so how many killings do you do during the movie? Do you did you keep count? A lot. <laughs> a lot well main character i mean like char important character me i can't really say can i say <laughs> you can say, don't worry we won't spoil if, if anything I, I, we'll run this with spoiler alerts and yeah we'll yeah yeah know. i think i think fix uh one character that he killed if the very important the most iconic character he killed in the beginning that's probably something uh, that you can see the process and the journey. And then he killed a lot of like soldiers, you know, his people that you, it was, it's just so fast that you, it's just very <laughs> hard to, to follow. I think uh, the, the moment he killed Hanzo is probably the, the killing that means 1000 killings. <laughs> the death that means 1000 deaths for everybody. You know, like he's uh, such an iconic character in the game. And I think, I mean, I've seen it, but um, I do think people who haven't seen it, they're expecting it to be really bloody, 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 bloody. Is it very mm -hmm. bloody? 
Well, I did a lot of violent, not a lot, <laughs> but I did some violent movies that that is crazy, and it, it's but because it's not fat, because this is fantasy, you can go right. far, but of course, you know, uh, censorship for some countries it's just very tricky because they're gonna yeah. ban the movie if it's too much. So I think the balance of it is still good. I think it's still good because I did I did a couple movies that people ban <laughs> because, <laughs> because they were so violent. And and this one, I think the balance is good because they combine the cool, stylish shot and then uh, a cool feeling of that violence. So it doesn't mm -hmm. feel violent because when you play the game, somehow you see the violence in the game, you see the violence in this movie, you see there's still a fun part in it that you see it's a fantasy, you know, it's a game. So you, the reality of it, of course, it's gross, but somehow, you know, it is uh, structured and shot in a fun way. It doesn't really dig into the violent, you know, vibe, mm -hmm. like the movie that I did. In the movie that I did, and that comes for us, the violent is actually the story. It's not mm -hmm. It's not for fun. It's violent, violent, you know. You slit someone's, someone's throat, but the shot and everything, the music, and the acting is it's no nothing fun. It, mm. It's just it's just pure pure massacre. But in right. this one, a lot of fatalities in this one because it, it, it's gross. It's just but somehow it's just fun. You know the vibe in the game is still there. Yeah, I don't know. That that's probably my opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I get it. I was watching with my husband, and sort of when a really cool killing would happen, you kind of smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. <laughs> and I'm not a violent person. Um, I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not too. I did a lot of violent movies. In the reality, I'm a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, um, and again, any story we do, we preface it with, hey, if, if you read any further, there are spoilers. We know um, Sub-Zero does not survive. Yeah. Did when did they tell you that? Did you read the script first, or did they say, "By the way, you're playing Sub Zero," but yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, because in the game, Sub Zero's journey that he need he needs to die because in the game, in the game uh, lore and in the universe Mortal Combat, Sub Zero behind needs to die in order to transform into the, the Shadow Ninja Noob Saibot. Right. So I, I knew I knew everything. Of of course, if he doesn't, you know, he didn't die in the movie. The, the fans are gonna get angry because they change they change the history. Because mm. if he doesn't die, he doesn't change to Noob Saibot. Right. So he need he like Hanzo Hanzo Asashi died. The only way Hanzo Asashi to become Scorpion, Scorpion, he needs he needs to die, and Sub Zero behind in the order in order in order to become Noob Saibot, he needs to die. So it's actually following the game story. So I. I wasn't surprised, and then I, I kind of like, oh, okay, they want to uh, just give respect to the game and follow everything, which I think is cool, because I get to, I, you know, if they if they continue the, the story of Mortal Kombat, I get, I get to come back to to play more crazy badass character as Noob Saibot. That was my next question for you. How many more Mortal yeah. Kombat's are you signed up for? Ah, <laughs> well, picture deals, options, of course, because we don't know we're going to have a sequel. Right. Fingers crossed we have a sequel. A four. Four. I think four. Yeah. 
So let's see. So let's see. if this is too unsuccessful, yeah, maybe we do you, more. You're 12 years old. You're playing Mortal Kombat at your friend's house. Mm -hmm. Could you ever imagined today you'd be talking about going to premiere the night before because you played yeah, yeah, yeah. Sub-Zero <laughs> in Mortal Kombat? It's... <laughs> Well, until now, talking to, talking to you, Mar, I feel like I feel like dreaming. Mm. You know, I watch I watch varieties when I was still struggling, no job, audition, five years audition, just failed, and variety, like Hollywood Reporter. You thinking about, you know, if I get somewhere, you know, I'm gonna be in variety on variety. I'm gonna do a, like interview, like all those actors that I adore. So talking to you right now is actually still dreamy for me. So doing this, um, you played the character you love, you played when you were a kid. For me, I don't know. I still need to get up. I still need to get up. For me, it just, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the zone that everything kind of like casual, but I know <laughs> I'm, I'm hiding something and you know, I'm holding it because I have a lot of things to do and I just like it focus with the work with the press i need to you know i need right. to just you know answer everything and perform all the press stuff and then but the little kid inside of me it's still it's still there that like, come on come on <laughs> you, i mean like I, I just wait the moment right the moment probably i have to like i do a party with all my friends that i played yeah. with and then it just no mask nothing it just be a kid again yeah and then i want to feel that way because that that makes you feel more alive sometimes just to get out of this uh, uh industry spotlight all this <laughs> you know all this actors life and then just live them for like two three nights go to bali with your mortal Kombat <laughs> friend that you played together when you were kids and then just play the game and then be a little kid again and then that's how i think that that how that's going to help you to become a better actor because you need to get in and get out, get in right. and get out. <laughs> so when, so when, when will you let your son watch Mortal Kombat? He watched it last night. <gasps> he did. Yeah, and yeah, and, and, then, I, and then people kind of like, you cannot bring. I mean, oh, wait, 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 because all my kids, they were in Australia. They watched behind. They watched everything. They watched the process. They were on set, so they know everything. All those things are actually mm -hmm. fake hands, fake hat. Right fake body fake. so they're special kids because they're my kids they <laughs> they 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 like to be on the set watching so don't worry they're not gonna get for them it's just like ah i was i was there on on that scene <laughs> so they they watched the movie my son was kind of like hmm, my son he his taste is amazing he's like he watched a lot of like great movies so he watched uh parasite like last mm -hmm. year and he was like yeah this movie I gotta give a nod. Yeah, this movie is good. So he's ten, but he's he he's acting like he's a he's a critic, top class critic. So he watched the movie. Right. And like, oh, you know what? This one, well, I think I give you seven. It's okay, right? Seven. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Seven is good. Seven is good. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, because I encourage you to play the role, to play the role, and then a movie. Uh, so, so much fun. I love the fights. But seven, I think seven. Okay, seven. Thank you very much. It's seven. Seven is good. <laughs> You'll take it. You'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. This was this was awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, Mark.
Thank you. It is really as violent as the movie is. It's fun. It is. It is a <laughs> lot, and I really do think it's going to be for the fans. Plus, it's going to bring in new fans to the film.、Oh, and hopefully, thank you very much. You know, hopefully in LA now theaters are open a little bit, so people、mm-hmm. are going. I haven't gone、yeah. yet. Still,、mm-hmm. going to take me some time, but、um, yeah. Hopefully, this is the start of the reopening of it. Hopefully, fingers crossed. We're going、yes. back. I'm gonna come back stronger. Yes.、Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank、Have、you, Mark. Say hello, say hello to your husband. Stay safe. I will. Take care. Thank、so. you. Take care. Thank you. Take care. That was Joe Taslam. Mortal Kombat hits theaters and HBO Max on April 23rd. Thanks for listening to this week's Just for Variety. Coming up next time, Justin Thoreau, who stars in Apple TV's new series adaptation of The Mosquito Coast. Until then, don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin. For all the latest in Hollywood news, head over to Variety.com. And remember, keep wearing those masks. See you soon. 